0: Alright, the big map is back as you guys can see. I, I bring it out from time to time when we're talking about locations just to kind of give us an idea of the areas we're talking about and, and, and kind of how those areas fit together in the, in the story of the Bible, the different things that we see. And so we will look at the map a little bit in just a moment. But we're going to be in the book of Ruth tonight. We are starting a new series the book of Ruth is is relatively short. It's not a very long book. We're, we'll probably be in it for for a couple of months at least. Uh, that's yeah. You you laugh. That's a that's a generous estimate. It could be three or four months or a year, but we'll see. We're not we're not going to rush. Uh, as you guys know, after seven years, I don't really rush through the text, and nor do I intend to start. Uh, it's good stuff and so we will have a brief a brief introduction tonight because this is such a this is such a good story. If you've never read the book of Ruth, I would encourage you to do that sometime in the next week or two before we really get into it too deep. It's a it's a short read and it's a really good story and it and it really has a powerful message in in how it ties in with Jesus Christ. Now that should not come as a surprise to us, because that's what God's Word does. Every book of the Bible is pointing us toward Jesus Christ, and so Ruth is no different. But Ruth is a is a beautiful story, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it in a lot more detail in the weeks to come. Uh, but tonight we're just gonna get a brief introduction of what's going on. What what sets up this story? Now. We call this, this, this book the, the, the book of Ruth, and, and Ruth is, we could say, the main character, but, but really we, we could say this could be called the book of Naomi or the book of Boaz. Th- those may be some main characters in the story too. Uh, but Ruth plays a critical role, and she's really a, a character that is unsuspecting. You, you wouldn't think that this would be the character that would be that would play such a crucial part, not only in this story, but in the very genealogy of Jesus Christ. And so we'll talk more about those things as we get into the book. So let's pray, and then we'll jump in. Father God, we come to you tonight, and I thank you for these good words, and I pray that you would help me to preach and teach in a way that brings glory to you. And I pray that we learn your word, that we understand your word, that we see the story and how it ties together together, in something great, dear Lord. And so help us to understand what was going on for Ruth and Naomi and everybody in the story. And and God, help us to see how Jesus is, is brought forth in this story. And God, help us to see ways that we can apply these things to our life as we learn and go through this book over the next few weeks. And God, I just ask that you be with us tonight, that you Keep me humble, dear Lord. You take away any fear, any worries, and help me to open my mouth and speak your word. And I pray that you open our hearts and open our eyes to see it and our, and our hearts to hear it and our ears to hear it. And I ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, the last book that we finished on Wednesday nights was Judges. And uh, we were in Judges for quite a while, and we took a little break. We've been doing psalms for the last few weeks. We've probably covered 20 or 30 psalms, I would say, over the last few months, kind of through the COVID months. But now that we're starting to kind of get back in the swing of things, I was ready for us to begin a new book. And I was thinking, what would be a good Old Testament book that would be fun to go through? And Ruth is the first one that came to mind. And it's fitting that Ruth comes after Judges because that's when these events took place. The events that we see in the book of Ruth took place around the same time of the events that we saw in the book of Judges. Now, we don't know who wrote the book of Ruth. Uh, We talked about this when we discussed uh, Judges. It is believed by some that maybe Samuel wrote the book of Ruth and wrote the book of Judges. That's, uh, that's one suggestion, although it doesn't really matter. We don't need to know necessarily who wrote it. Uh, but, but we can see uh, as we read it uh, that, that, that this story is certainly, as I've already mentioned, pointing us towards something better in Jesus Christ. So let's look at the first verse tonight and see what's going on. In Ruth chapter 1... Verse 1. Ruth chapter 1, verse 1. During the time of the judges, there was a famine in the land. A man left Bethlehem and Judah with his wife and two sons to live in the land of Moab for a while. And so the story is set for us we are in the time of the judges and there is a famine in the land. And when there is a famine in the land, you go wherever you need to go to provide food. Now, in this case, this man from Bethlehem had a family to provide for. He had a wife whose name we find out later is Naomi. He also had two sons. And since the famine was in the land, they left Bethlehem and they traveled to Moab. Now, Let's rewind for a second. This will be a little, a little quick refresher on how Boab came to be. And this, 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 this may prove helpful to us in other areas, but I think, I think it'll be helpful to us to kind of understand the lay of the land and where we are and how, how, how things are the way they are. Now, way back in Genesis, there was a guy named Abraham, and he had his nephew Lot. Now, Abraham started out here in the Ur of the Chaldeans, And God had had spoken to Abraham, and and Abraham made his way into this area. Now, God had already told Abraham that he was going to bless him. These are are the types of things that we see God tell Abraham in the book of Genesis, And, and that plays a crucial part to the Bible story. But one of the parts of Abraham's story is he was with his nephew Lot, and they had arrived in Bethel. But because they both had large herds, they were very wealthy men. They had a lot, of, a lot of livestock, a lot of cattle, and you need a lot of land. And so Abraham said, look, we need to split up so that we can both have the land that we need for our, for our livestock, so that our, the, the people that are watching our livestock, so that they don't fight and feud. And so Abraham said, you go to where you want to go, and I'll go the opposite way. He gave Lot the choice, and Lot made the choice, and Lot saw this area over here. And Lot said, well, well, this area down here looks, looks really good. And so Lot, he came on down and he lived around the area of Zor and Sodom and Gomorrah. Now those are some key places that we see in the book of Genesis. And so that's how Lot came to be in this area. Now, if you've never read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, you can go and check that out. It's a good story. But fast forward a little bit for time's sake. Lot eventually had two sons, and that story in and of itself is a pretty intense story that we will not discuss tonight, but perhaps sometimes. And one of those sons was Moab, and the other one was Ammon. So that's where the Moabites and the Ammonites come from. And these two areas that we see when we talk about Moab and Ammon in the scriptures, these are the two areas we're talking about. And these were the sons of Lot. Now, if you go back and you read in the Old Testament when God's people were going to come out of Egypt and they were going to come around and they were going to come into the promised land, God gave them specific instructions, do not harm Moab and do not harm Ammon because these are the family members of of Abraham who, who who was a man who was blessed by God. And so... All of that to say this, when we look in this story and we see this man who went to Moab, when they left Bethlehem, which would be right here just south of Jerusalem, they would have at some point in time ended up in this area. So when we see that this man and his wife Naomi and his two sons left Bethlehem and came to Moab, this is where they came. This would have been a place where the people would have been probably friendly to them in some way. And so Here we are in the story. We are in Moab because a famine has taken place in the land. Let us read a little further. The man's name was Elimelech, and his wife's name was Naomi. The names of his two sons were Milan and Shilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem in Judah. They entered the land of Moab and settled there. Naomi's husband Elimelech died, and she was left with her two sons. So they get to this new land, this far land, in the midst of a famine, and her husband dies. So you can imagine the difficulties there. Now, we may not quite imagine the difficulties as much in our culture and in our time, because in our culture and time, it's not uncommon to see a woman be single and raise their children. Now that comes with difficulties for sure. Uh, as as any of you who may know single ladies who have raised children, maybe you are a single lady who have raised children, that is a very difficult thing. And as difficult as it was, as it is in our time, it would have been more difficult in biblical times. There really needed to be a man to to take care of the woman, to provide for the woman. And that's gonna be a crucial part of this story as we move forward. So here we have Naomi And she is in a foreign land, and her husband dies. But it's okay, because she has two sons. But let's read a little further. Verse 4. Her sons took Moabite women as their wives. One was named Orpah, and the second was named Ruth. After they lived in Moab about ten years, both Malon and Shilion also died and Naomi was left without her two children and without her husband. So here in these first few verses, we are introduced to a a key problem that the book of Ruth is going to address and talk to us about. Naomi has gone to this foreign land. She loses her husband, and then within 10 years, both of her sons die. And so now all that remains are Naomi and Orpah, and Ruth, and all are without a husband. But God is going to do something pretty miraculous through this story. He is going to provide for Ruth and Naomi. Now, Orpah's not going to stay around. We'll see that uh, getting into a little bit of next week. But Orpah, she's not going to stick around. But Ruth is going to stick around with Naomi. And they're eventually <coughs> going to wait, make their way back to the land of Judah. And when they do, God is going to, 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 to put this... Uh, put put some things into motion and he is going to provide for them and he is going to take care of them and it's a beautiful story and so we see that we, we we see tonight what the what the problem is very briefly we see what gets us to this point the famine they leave all the men die and we are going to be left with Ruth and Naomi and so come back next week and we will see what happens let's pray Father God, we come to you now, and we thank you for these words, and we thank you for this book. And I pray that you would help us to get something from it in the weeks to come, dear Lord. And I pray that you would just uh, help us to always grow in your word and learn something from it, no matter where we read it or, or what we're reading in it, dear Lord. It is good, and we thank you for it, and I pray that you would help us to grow in it. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's service. To learn more about Jesus, call or text Pastor Shan at 601-657-0180 or email him at shanvnme.com. At you can also visit us at www.enterprisebaptist.church or follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash liberty. We hope that you have been blessed by today's service.